Hello and welcome back to the Kerning the Gap podcast. Um, I'm Natalie Mayer, founder of Kerning the Gap, um, and I'm delighted to have as our guest today Emily Cosgrove, who is co-founder of Conversation Space. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure, Emily. Emily, uh, as I say, is the co-founder of Conversation Space, who are uh, an organisation, a business in fact, who helps support organisations to have better conversations. And I was very fortunate to meet Emily when I was invited to be a mentor on the DBA's 2020 mentoring programme, which the Conversation Space run. And being an amazing woman herself, approached me and said, love what you're doing with Kerning the Gap, how can we support? And therein, the Kerning the Gap mentoring programme was born. So, um, we, Emily and I talk about mentoring a lot. Yep. It is one of our joint favourite subjects. Yeah. We have a passion for it. And I have learned so much from you about the value of being a mentor, how to mm. be a great mentor, and why mentoring programmes are so important. Yeah. Um, when we met, it was the perfect timing because every conversation I'd had in the first year of Kerning the Gap, there wasn't a single person I spoke to that didn't talk to me about the value of their mentor. Yeah, it's incredible. And actually, if we think about Sally, who connected us up, yeah. um, you know, she is a real advocate as well yeah. of mentoring. So it was really exciting to be part of a, a really strong female-led mentoring programme doing this for women yeah. um, you know, and raising kind of being not just industry led but gender led mentoring program is really exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. Before we get into the nitty gritty of what being a mentor means and the power of the change that it can create, how did you get into mentoring? Mm. How did you end up having yeah. this life? Yep. So my career started in a small fishing village in Wales called Mumbles, where at 23 I opened my first business, which was a, a cafe restaurant. Mm. And I loved it and I worked, you know, all out. Uh, it was really successful. And in the first year I won Young Business Person of the Year. Um, but what I learned and what I didn't know about myself was the bit. I'm a real foodie, so I love that part. But the bit that I really felt passionate about was sitting down at the end of the day, the end of the shift, with the people who were working with me, and most of them were students, mm. and asking them, you know, what next? What are you excited about? Mm. What are your plans? And I had just been through university and not known what I wanted to do and kind of just gone for this. So I was really curious about what they were going to do, and lots of them didn't know. Mm. And we had fantastic conversations and I was really curious and genuinely interested and somehow I realised by asking them these questions they were thinking things through for themselves and, and kind of getting to places that they hadn't been to before mm. and coincidentally Cardiff University were running a big mentoring programme at the same time and I made the connection I thought that's what that's what's going on here I'm having mentoring conversations with these people mm. Um, you know, with, with people working with me, and I love it. Mm. So I got in touch with Cardiff. They loved the thought of having a young, you know, award winning business person on their programme. And I trained with them, and I went around the country with them, helping to train undergraduates to be mentors and go into schools and work with GCSE school children, well, young people. Mm. Um, and I fell in love with the whole idea of it. Mm. So that was kind of how I got into it, and I then, ex you know, I uh, kind of expanded and moved from just higher education into organisations mm. as well, and worked across, and still do all different sectors, 
because the concept of mentoring works everywhere. Mm. So whether it's in finance or engineering or design mm. or you know creative, wh wherever it might be, mentoring works. You work with a number of large organisations yeah. like Swarovski and Lloyd's, and yet you're incredibly passionate about the design industry. Yes. Of course, because of the relationship with the DBA, and sure. of course you've been supporting yeah. people who work in design agencies. What are the big differences mm. in terms of design agency world mm. versus mm -hmm. that big corporate, very structured kind yeah. of organisations? Where's the role of mentoring there? So there's a couple of things that I would highlight. One is that with the mentoring that we run for the DBA and incurring the gap, it is cross-business and cross-organisational. Mm. So we're matching up mentors and mentees from different agencies and you know different different businesses and often uh, almost always within organizations they are internal mentoring programs so there'll be people from different directorates but within the same organization and what is exciting about working in that way with the design world is that people are able to learn from someone who's been there and done it but in a different place mm -hmm. and, and with a different experience um, and there are benefits of being it being an internal programme. Yeah. Organisations use their own people to develop their people, and that's really powerful. Um, but but the DBA and Kerning the Gap mentoring programme is exciting because it gives people um, a kind of, I don't know, different exposure yeah. and, and different experience and different ways of talking to people and different learnings. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I have noticed about working with design agencies is that people are so excited and up for doing it mm. um, it's kind of like they every single bit of juice is squeezed out of that relationship people commit so wholeheartedly to it and re are really interested in their mentor or their mentee really want to get to know them and oftentimes the mentoring relationship will continue yeah. a long time after oh, the yeah. end of the formal program and that's kind of given yeah and that doesn't happen really necessarily in large organizations i can't get no. rid of any of my mentees <laughs> They should all know that, any yeah. of them are listening to them. And I don't want rid of any no, of them. No, no, no. But, but that's unusual. So there's something about the relationship that really works and um, is really strong in, in the design industry. Yeah. That's really encouraging yeah. because I think it's a big part of the challenge. We're here to yeah. talk about how yeah. we can support women yeah. to get into leadership positions. And there's a very obvious relationship mm -hmm. between the power of mentoring and yeah. continuing and enhancing that yeah. journey. But I also like to make sure that we're talking about a conversation that's very much framed within the challenges that happen in our design industries. Mm -hmm. And I think that because 90% of design agencies have less than 10 people in them, the access yes. to formal exactly. mentoring and development programs is so much more diminished for women in our industry than they are, say for example, if you're in banking and finance, mm -hmm. you'd be coming up against the same loggerheads, mm -hmm. but there just isn't the three of a support system yeah. that sit around you and even if you were totally self-motivated and we're going to find a mentor where would you go and who would you ask yeah exactly so what you're doing what we're doing at kerning the gap and the mentoring there is is creating that opportunity yeah. and creating that um yeah that network so that people can access and are able to say do you know what? i am really interested in doing this and and thank you you can help me yeah. find a way in because you know we can all go out and, and find a mentor for ourselves. We, we can all do that. And actually yeah. people, when they're asked, are, are really flattered. Yeah. But it's quite a, it's quite a hard thing to do. How, where do I even start looking? 
how do I ask? Mm. What if they say no? Am mm. I just bothering? So when there's a, a you know when there's a program that's set up and provides the framework for doing that, it's so much easier. And once we've had the experience of, of having a mentor and having that kind of relationship, we have a benchmark and we yeah. have an understanding yeah. of what it is and, and what we want. So often having had the experience of, of a formal program like that, we're then much more able to go out and say, oh, okay, now this is what I'm looking for in my next mentor yeah. and, and this is how it, now I know how it works and this is how I can go and ask. So it can be a great um, kind of springboard. I think the word mentor and mentoring is banded around quite a lot but I don't think a huge part of people actually fully understand mm. what that means and I think that's some of the inaccessibility of it yeah. as, a, as, a, as a system, as a tool for success. Mm-hmm. What is a mentor? Yeah, well, so I think people come at mentoring from very different perspectives mm. and understandings and there is a spectrum of mentoring so I think from one end where we talk about developmental mentoring where we're really helping someone to build the skills to be able to do it for themselves, whatever it is. Mm. So whether that's progression in my career or whether it's about um, you know, being more confident at presenting or speaking to the board or working with clients or, you know, mm. um, right across the spectrum through sort of talent mentoring all the way to sponsorship, mm. which is much more about doing something for somebody Mm. so you know talking so rather than talking with someone Mm. to help them develop themselves it's about talking about someone to create opportunities for them Mm. so that's at the other end of the spectrum Um, my the way that we work at Kerning the Gap and uh, and the majority of the mentoring programs that I work on is in the realm of developmental Mm. mentoring so it's about helping someone really develop the skills that they need to be able to progress in their career Mm. and it's all well and good and it's really important I think to have sponsors who open doors but we have to be able to do it for ourselves excuse me we have to be able to do it for ourselves and to know when we walk through that door what we need to take with us to be able to do the best job that we can do We've talked about this before, about there's something really unique and interesting happening with the Kerning Gap Mentoring Programme in that because it's a gender-led organisation, it's a much more holistic style of mentoring that's happening, that we're taking care of not just, or the conversations are focusing around, these are the skills I want to develop, these are some of the challenges I'm having in my career that I want to push past, but actually it's done under that banner head of and I'm specifically seem to be experiencing them because I'm a woman mm. or I want a safe space where I feel comfortable talking about some of the biases I might be coming up against or the ones that I'm internally fixating on myself. And for me, that's why it's quite different to other business mm. mentoring programs that I've either been a part of as a mentee or a mentor. Yes, because often those other business mentoring programs are about opening doors and are yeah. about kind of the, the hard push to progress rather than as you say, the more holistic part, which is what do I need to build in myself? What do Mm. I need to develop to feel more confident, to be more able to know how to step into that role rather Mm. than getting there? You know, what do I need to have in myself to be able to do it once I get there or to be able to at least start? Yes. Um, And I think it's, I think it's a part that can get forgotten uh, and we push and push and push or, you know, we open doors, but then how do we step into it and, in, in a full way and are able to feel good about stepping into that role rather than thinking oh, how yeah. do I do it you know yeah, yeah I think <clears throat> I think that's a really 
interesting point actually is that and having and having a mentor who shares stories about how they did it yeah. and learning from their experience is so powerful because it and, and done in a, a, a one-to-one professional personal relationship mm. means that I can ask the questions that I wouldn't be able to ask otherwise yeah you know so what did you do when when it all went wrong yeah and what did happen and and then I can think about that for myself and we can't predict everything but it, it really helps to be in that kind of a relationship where I can ask the questions that I feel vulnerable about asking otherwise. That's always been one of the core differences for me in terms of a mentoring relationship. As a mentor and a mentee, mm-hmm. that the conversations that are secure, that you can yes. have, that you're not afraid. If I say that to my boss, will they exactly. look at me differently from here on in? Exactly. And as a boss and having bosses, mm-hmm. you, I, it, it just it's always struck me as yeah. being the most powerful part of yeah. the, that relationship for me. I mean, one of the most important things that is often forgotten is that mentoring is a relationship. Yeah, it's not an activity. Yeah, and that's the most powerful thing about it is that we build a relationship with someone else, so we're able to go. I'm worried about this. Yeah. Or I really messed up here. Can you help me think it through? Or I want to do this but I don't know how. Yeah. And having a relationship which is confidential and where trust is built and where I feel like the other person really cares about me, mm. um, it opens up such a wide arena to be able to have those conversations that, as you say, you wouldn't necessarily want to or can have with a boss yeah. or even a colleague yeah. because of the dynamics going on. So it's, it's really powerful in that respect, really powerful. So the, the, the advantage, I cannot think of a downside of having a mentor. If, if we've been listening to this and you're on the side of the part of your career where you're engaged with Coning the Gap because you're in that development stage, of, when are we not in a development stage of our careers, but yeah. you're looking ahead to leadership roles and thinking, yeah. how do I get there? there? There are literally no downsides to having a mentor. There are no downsides to having a mentor, although I would say beware. Um, What's wonderful about Kerning the Gap is that you are providing a framework Mm. and you are setting expectations both for the mentee and the mentor so there's a shared understanding of what we're doing here. Because often in informal mentoring, we say, yeah, I've meant, you know, the mentor may say, yeah, yeah, I've mentored lots of people. And sometimes that's wonderful and it's great and it's been positive. Other times people are saying, yeah, I've mentored lots of people when what they mean is, I'm really good at telling you what I think you ought to do. And okay, it's nice to have someone's opinion, but that's not mentoring, yeah. actually. So I'd say the downside is, w- without the framework and the support that a program like Kerning the Gap Mentoring offers, it can it can be a disappointment. And I've yeah. I've talked to both mentors and mentees who say, you know what, it just didn't work out for me. Mm. Or, um, well, we tried to meet, but my mentor cancelled three times in a row or my mentee cancelled three times in a row and without that structure and that 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 kind of scaffolding commitment and commitment exactly commitment that a formal program asks of each person in Mm. it um that's one of the kind of pitfalls that that's easy to fall into yeah with informal mentoring and i i've fallen foul of that yeah or people dip in and out and there's only so much support you can offer in one session of conversation with somebody yeah exactly so I'd say that's that's kind of there are no downsides to mentoring but if we think we're mentoring and we're not really Mm. it can be 
disappointing. So actually, this is an interesting podcast for mm. me because I'm banging the drum endlessly about this need to have advice and support for the individual, yeah. but we've got to also change the way that we yes. run our businesses and the environments we create for women to be in. Essentially, the advice is every woman out there, go and get yourself a mentor, get onto a program, find one, get yeah. a boat. We, we can help you with the resources, even yeah. if you need to go it alone and you Absolutely. don't want to join a formal program. Yeah. We recommend formal programs because of the skills and the, and the framework yeah. and the commitment that you'll get back from your mentor. But actually, the really interesting, insightful thing for me that comes out of these conversations is what mentors and leaders in businesses can learn from having mentoring skills. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. In fact, at Swarovski, one of the, the key reasons for them wanting to build a really robust mentoring program and rolling it out globally mm. was not just the benefit for their mentees who were talent pool and you know a really big focus on, on talented women as well, but it was also to really enhance and develop their leaders' skills mm. of great listening, mm. knowing how to ask good questions, mm. being able to give feedback skillfully and effectively and I mean that's what leadership is yeah so yeah so there, there's there's so much benefit for the mentors and getting an insight into a different perspective yeah. and what it's like being whoever their mentor is mm. uh, sorry mentee is in this in this organization or in this industry um, yeah what's fascinating for me is that the the demand that we've had through turning the gap from mentees I've had to go out and find the mentors to to match them mm -hmm. uh, in equal numbers um I have been encouraged by how many people have stepped forward but every single woman that I have spoken to has asked me if she qualifies as a mentor and some of these women have been in industry for 25 years it's not all of them but an, a tremendous amount seek that reassurance um, and yet none of the men ask me that so it's the same story as applying for a job. Mm. Um, you know, it's that self-doubt. Mm. Um, yeah, and and I suppose that's one of the things that hopefully having a mentor can help people think through and yeah. talk about. You know, maybe from both sides. One of the, one of the really powerful things about mentoring is the mentor being open and disclosing. Yeah. So, you know, that might be something really interesting for the mentors on Turning the Gap who wondered whether they could be mentors to talk about with their mentee. Yeah. Because, you know, sharing those experiences of my self-doubt as a, as a woman who's been in this industry for, tw for 20, 25 years, you know, that's such rich learning for the mentees to hear that and think yeah. about, okay, what do I want to be saying about myself in 20 years' time? Yeah. And I, I think the, the value of being able to encourage those women who are in leadership yeah. positions and give them that endorsement because yeah. that's that's literally all they absolutely. need is that encouragement. Go, yeah. Yes, you are a, a thousand yeah. times over. Yeah. You're absolutely. And yeah. we have mentors and mentees that are at varying different levels. So we've got people who are probably in their first directorship yeah. position mentoring very junior yes. women and then all Great. the way up through the, through the rankings because it's never too early to no. start honing those skills it's really not and I, I think that's one of the wonderful things about kerning and the fact that it's so oversubscribed is that you one of the uh, one of the things that's so wonderful about kerning the gap mentoring is that and the fact that you have so many people interested and in, in wanting to be on it 
is that your mentees very soon will be able to be mentors. So you will have this lovely blend yeah. at all different levels of mentors and mentees. Mm. And, and, and to be able to think, wow, we've got mentors who range from, you know, people in first leadership roles all the way through to Exco or whoever you've got on there. Yeah. Is the diversity there is really is really profound actually. I think it's wonderful. And to to actually say to someone who's maybe mid twenties, late twenties, we'd really like you to be a mentor. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Actually. You're saying, you know, step up. And do you know what? This is a this is a real thing for me that when you give somebody permission, what they're capable yeah. of is astounding. Yeah. And if we are in any small way able to do that, and if I can recommend that approach mm. to anyone, yeah. that see what happens when you give someone permission. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, on the on the at the matching event mm. that we had, I remember speaking to one of the mentees who who talked about this and who said. Um, I'm so excited about this and I'm so thrilled and I really want a mentor but I can almost see myself being being a mentor next time yeah. and you know it was so exciting to see somebody make that connection and think about themselves in that way from day one it Absolutely. was it was yeah it was powerful and it's really important that the mentoring and menteeing is not a parent child relationship I have mentors and I have mentees and I will for the rest of my career mm -hmm. I, I think both are completely critical for my rounded development yeah. and encourage people not to pigeonhole themselves exactly. in one camp or the other. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, a, one way of articulating the power of that is to look at whether we call it reverse or reciprocal mentoring. Yeah. So, um, and this can be hugely powerful for helping change an industry or helping change an organisation and, and how they support the whole gender agenda yeah um you know rather than having a mentoring program for women which often the women who are involved think you know were well, you trying to fix me yeah. yeah switching it round and saying let's have the mentors as the younger women to help the mentees who are at the top of this organization understand what it's like to be a young woman here yeah is is enormously powerful and there's huge benefit and value both for the mentees who are the seniors mm. and the mentors who, who are more junior you know it's just it's a lovely mix mixing it up and that whole hierarchy thing you know taking away yeah it doesn't matter how old we are or, or what the title is it's about learning from each other i love that concept and we're cooking up we are ideas around that um and what you've started talking about there is the diversity within it, that mm -hmm. we've got lovely diversity within the roles mm -hmm. and the, the hierarchies, but we're, we're also getting this lovely diversity in gender mix. Mm -hmm. So for Coding the Gap, it is purely for women mentees, but we have a mix of men and yeah. women as mentors. And that's really, really important. It it's is. important to Coding the Gap because yeah. men and women have to be a joint part of the conversation. Absolutely and the learnings that pass backwards and forwards and just to have that landscape balanced yeah. Yeah. is is critical um, and I, I'm going to you know big up on that and say how many men who stepped forward yeah. and actually that must have taken something mm -hmm. to go okay 
this isn't normally an environment that invites men in. I talk all the time about the amount of rooms I've sat in listening to senior women talk to other senior women. Enough with right. that. And it's brilliant yeah. that, that men feel comfortable and that there is a platform for them yeah. to step forward. Because I think they genuinely and desperately want to help. Yeah. And they don't know how. Yeah. And this is a brilliant way of senior men to go, great, yeah. here's, here's an opportunity for me to be a part of this, not just this movement, but creating greater equality and better understanding between the genders. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I imagine with cohort two and as it grows, the numbers will grow as well yeah um and you know and then we can champion it yeah. back in the agencies that that we're from the mentors come from you know they can talk about what what we're doing in turning the gap and actually how can we transfer that back into yeah. where we are here and what are we doing in in our agency to be supporting what i'm doing with turning the gap i think it's it's hugely important so if anyone listening to this is in a leadership role within a design agency what should they take away and think about in in the realms of mentoring about what they can bring into their businesses from either their own experiences of it or going out and seeking those skills? What will they get from it? Well, with looking at it from a, a gender perspective, mm. um, I think that I'm looking at the numbers, which I know you have on the website <laughs> and which shocked me mm. into you know, really wanting to be a part of this, that's got to be reflected in their agencies. Mm. So um, in terms of mentoring, depending on the size, I would be thinking about, even if it's not, uh, I know we're singing the praises of formal mentoring, but even if it's not formal mentoring, what are the elements of a mentoring relationship? Mm. What are the things that I am doing as a mentor with my mentee? that I could be replicating here in the agency. So mm. what are the questions I'm asking? What are the things that I'm learning from mm. my mentee about what it's like being a woman at this stage in this industry mm. that I can take back into my agency and think, right, what do we need to be doing differently here? Mm. Um, you know, what are the changes we need to make? What might we need to tweak to be making this work for everyone? Yes. Um, so I think that on a kind of really surface level is what they could be taking in terms of the learning from themselves. If there's opportunity in number of people within the agency, then thinking about, okay, how, how could mentoring work here? Yeah. You know, is it a traditional mentoring program where it goes with hierarchy, so mm. the mentors are more senior, or actually, can we flip it on its head? Mm. How could I find myself a reverse mentor you know who is there in this in my agency who mm. could be my mentor who's a woman who's younger so that I can learn what it's like and what you know what's the view from there what's what are the barriers that I could help remove um, I think every senior person should have a reverse mentor that's my view I I'm gonna endorse that every right here one. and I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely look for that yeah and I think um I, that's not just a gender thing. That's it's, no, totally. you know how far away from being Absolutely. graduates are we now? Oh, totally. Let's not even talk about <laughs> for that. For me, it's a long way away. Um, but no, but absolutely. I forget what that experience is like, totally. and it's about listening. And we, oh god, we're managing, managing, managing yeah. all day. When do we stop and listen? Yeah. It's about listening, but also it's about innovation. Yeah. You know, I know how I class myself in the old fogies now. You know, I I don't. I don't, I haven't grown up in the world now. Yeah. I grew up in the world 
20 years ago. So by having a reverse mentor, I just have a view into what it's like. So, and that's not gender, that's, you know, that's just yeah. an age difference. Um, but it's, it's hugely powerful, hugely. Mm. So your experience of 20 years in mentoring, as a mentor, as a mentee, and setting up programs. Yeah. What's the one thing you would you've taken away from that that's changed you personally? That's a massive question, isn't it? It's a massive question. I, li I like uh, big <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like them too. I like them too. And my answer feels small mm. in relation to the question, but I think it's the most, I think it's the most potent and powerful thing that mentoring offers which is that it is all about the relationship. Mm. Um, so whether it's me as a mentor or me as a mentee or me setting up the program, actually mentoring works because the relationship works. Mm. So if, if both the mentor and the mentee put the time in and commit to it and are really willing to be open and honest and have those, have those real true conversations, mm. Then, then that's what mentoring offers because we can have leadership initiatives, we can have you know talent programs, we can do all the performance management, but if we're not able to grow a real, true, honest, trusted relationship where we can explore the things that are terrifying and we feel vulnerable about, mm. then we can't affect change as quickly, yeah. um, both for ourselves individually but also for organisations. So, so for me, that's the, that's the most potent thing about mentoring is that it's it's based in a one-to-one -one relationship where we get to know someone and we care about them. Yeah. Because when we care about people, then we will go the extra mile. So go into work today and listen. Make some time and listen. Yeah. Find out. Find out who who are the people. What matters to them. Yeah. What really matters to them. What gets in the way for them. What are they passionate about. What are they not telling you that would be amazing to hear. Mm. I would just, let's leave it on that as a challenge. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And um, we are so busy in our industry. I can tell you that from the week that I've had. If anyone's been anywhere near me this week, <laughs> they'll vouch for the week we've had. Yeah. And you get to Thursday and go, yeah. oh, have I actually listened to anyone's needs this week? But also, have I taken time to, to take a breath for myself? Yeah. And it's pure gold having an hour or an hour and a half with one other person just to listen to them or to think out loud yeah. with somebody else. You know, the benefit for both parties in that is, is huge, especially when you are nuts busy and can't even take a breath. Let's make promises that will make time to create those within our agencies and also make commitments. If you're in a leadership role, find a mentoring programme, be a mentor. You are a mentor. I'm just going to do it. Blank yeah. it now. You are definitely a mentor. Be the mentor you know you are. Yes, absolutely. And if you're feeling like you want to have a mentor, find programmes. Claiming Gap is oversubscribed, but I'm going to find the mentors yeah. for you. So reach out to us. I, I won't stop yeah. until everyone who wants mentoring finds mentoring. Um, but there are other amazing programmes, and we're just advocating it wholesale. Um, and the skills that the power and transformative power of me having been a mentor mm. and what it's brought to my management and leadership skills mm -hmm. um, has made me a better advocate of gender in my organisation. And Absolutely. I was already a woman. So, perfect. I, get out there and get involved yeah. in it. And 
we're going to write up a synopsis around some of these key points so that you've got takeaways that you can share within your organisations mm-hmm. uh, if you need uh, arguments to, to support mentoring programmes we can we can give you yeah. some of that resource I mean it's win 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 the mentees there's so much in it for them yeah. the mentors there's so much in it for them but also the business the organisation the agency there is so much in it for the agency to have somebody actively involved and engaged in mentoring yeah. the ripples go out as far as the, you know as, as far and wide as the agency is and how often in life to get a win 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 Emily I know can't say more than that. No. Nope. Emily, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you.